0: everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where I've been telling you for three weeks that so we're going to Dubai, and look, we are in Dubai. Holy cow. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I'm Miriam el Wallach, General Manager here at the Nachum Siegel Network. You can find me here right after Allison and right before Nachum's live lunch. And yes, today's live lunch will also be coming to you from Dubai just as a programming note this show was recorded on Tuesday that's 2 days before you're listening to it because as you are listening to this show i am probably somewhere over the atlantic yeah i i, I mean i imagine so but truth matter is i don't really know exactly what the flight pattern and pattern is nobody consults me on how we should fly back the pilot just flies but either way we are not on the we're not on the ground We are not in the studio. We are no longer in the hotel. We are on a plane. So when you're listening to this show, just know that it was recorded about a day and a half because it is Tuesday night here in Dubai as I speak to you. But it was recorded a day and a half before you are listening to it. It is my weekly reminder to wash your hands with soap and water. Yeah, guess what? I don't know how to read any Arabic, but... I know what the pictures look like. And even here in Dubai, they're reminding everyone to wash your hands with soap and water for a good 20 seconds. And of course, practice social distancing. Wear masks. Everyone here is wearing masks. Everyone here is wearing masks. You know why? Because it's just the smart thing to do. So, the moral of the story is, folks no matter where you are on the planet, no matter where you are listening to this show as it airs, wear a mask, wash your hands practice social distancing you are not going to believe that I already downloaded the uh, information about today's national holidays I know it's shocking I don't usually do that much advanced prep but I had to Because we were going to Dubai. But before I do the national holidays, and because I don't have a fortune cookie, I'm going to turn to Confucius himself, Yoni Pollock, who joins me on the air. He hasn't been on the air with me in a long time. First time, long time, Pollock. How are you?
1: Morning. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Question
0: mark. Yeah, it's morning somewhere. Right now we're looking outside. It's pretty dark here in Dubai. We have a colorful waterfall going over there. We have the nightlife of Dubai, which really looks like... I mean, it's a light show out there. It's a neon light show. Am I right?
1: It looks gorgeous. Yeah,
0: it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And we've watched this. Uh, we've watched the sun come up here, as we were completely jet lagged. And uh, yeah, should have been sleeping, but weren't. And now we are watching the sun go down. It has been an unbelievable day one, full day one here in Dubai, with um, with sightseeing, a little bit of sightseeing, and a fabulous Tuesday, J.M. and A.M., which really made everyone very proud. With Unbelievable stories and really different personalities who came to join Nahum on the air. was It was great to be a part of it. But Yoni, when I called you three weeks ago and said, Yoni, there's a chance we're going to Dubai. And you said, how much of a chance? I'm like, a pretty good chance. Yeah. Did you think we'd be here?
1: Uh, I did, because usually when we do these things, these things uh, actually end up taking place. So, uh, so you're not at all surprised? Not at all surprised, but definitely thrilled.
0: Yeah, that I hear. Because you're also, you're a traveler. You like to explore... You like to go around to check things out. I get it. I get it. You give me the
1: opportunity to go around this world. I'm jumping on that plane with you. And so like you mentioned, we're probably about four hours left into this 14 and a half hour flight that that we, you know, that while you're listening uh, that we're on. And I think for me, I wonder if it's for you. I assume so, but maybe not. It's the longest flight that I will ever be on. Well, I don't know about the will ever, right.
0: but have been until now. Yeah, which is pretty crazy, by the way.
1: And if it's anything like it was coming here, I mean, I, Emirates, I, I kind of hope they open up uh, you know, oh, domestic routes I'm within with the you. United States because that was a pleasure.
0: How about um, a, uh, you know, a JFK Tel Aviv route? Ooh,
1: I could maybe see that happening. Yeah,
0: I would be really into that, to be honest with you. I would be more than into that. Um, so, um, I would pass on my kosher vegetarian meal in order just to get a kosher meal. Right. Right. Because I can only get the kosher vegetarian meal on LL. I would pass that opportunity. I would give up my, my kosher vegetarian Regal or Borenstein meal in order to fly Emirates from JFK. Now I will tell you though, uh, when we were playing, um, you know, you're in Dubai when? Yeah. And of course, we joked. You know, you're in Dubai when you land, and they're playing Mariah Carey's "All I Want for yeah. Christmas Is You," <laughs> which is frankly not what I expected to hear in the least bit. Um, but, but just there's so much more. As I as I said on JM and the AM on earlier today, there's so much more that unites us than divides us. When you land in Dubai, and um, the the plane barely has touched the tarmac, but there are already people standing in the aisles yeah. and trying to get their bags down, so the flight attendants have to yell at you to sit down. Yeah, there's a lot we have in common. You yeah, know what I'm saying? For sure. Yeah, we have a lot in common. All right, so tonight is the first night of Hanukkah. Let's do the national holidays. Tonight is the first night of Hanukkah. It is National Dewey Decimal System Day. Yoni, do you even know what the Dewey Decimal System is, or are you too young?
1: Uh, I've heard of it before. Oh,
0: for the love of everything holy. It's Human Rights Day. It's International Animal Rights Day. Beautiful. Yeah, exactly. I'm all for animal rights, um, so, so, so much so that I don't eat them. That's, yeah. that's it. That's it. He is proud of you. It's, thank you. Thank you. It's Jane Adams Day. It's Nobel Prize Day. And it's also the day I get to broadcast That's Life from Dubai.
1: Wow. Very nice. By the way, I just sent you a possible uh, nice Google, uh, not Google, excuse me, but a uh, fortune cookie.
0: You did? Yeah. On what? What's this that? This
1: is what we saw on, at the Burj Khalifa. I think it's a nice quote.
0: Oh, that's right. Okay. So we'll do it. Uh, I'm going to read this. This is, Yoni, way to go. Good producing. This is from uh, His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid al-Maktoum, who said, "The world, this is a direct quote, the word impossible is not in the leader's dictionaries. No matter how big the challenges, strong faith, determination, and resolve will overcome them. Well, yes, that is a good message for today's show. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network, and yes, we are in Dubai, I'm going to say it about 400 times during this show, because I I still can't believe it, and I'm almost at a loss for words, which of course is not good in this business, but I'm going to just start with my Shadchan. Um, I, I think the whole Shadchan term in this case has so many double entendres, but I'm going to leave that alone. You have no idea. Yeah. But exactly, exactly. But I'm going to start with Ariella Steinreich. We are, we are here today. I am here today at the Hilton Allahab tour palace. My thanks to David Wallace from Kosher Travelers and Ellie at Ellie's Kosher Kitchen for everything they've done to make sure that these broadcasts go as seamlessly as possible. Anything that didn't go seamlessly is totally not their fault. It's probably mine maybe Yoni's, but it's definitely not theirs. But Ariella Steinreich and Flor Hassan Nachum join me today. Ariella Steinreich from Steinreich um, Communications, and Flor Hassan Nachum is the deputy mayor of Jerusalem. She's also the co-founder of the UAE Israel Business Council, as is Ariella. But first, Ariella is my Shadchan. Shadchan, thank you for joining me.
2: Thank you. Bruchim habayim to all of you guys here in in Dubai. I feel like this has been years in the making.
0: This is is totally mind-blowing. My kids actually were were a little bit taken with the fact that they they felt that my mother going to the USSR during the 70s was akin to me being here in Dubai in 2020. I'm like, no, because that was illegal, and this is completely fine. And more than fine, we're actually celebrating this relationship that – I would imagine, and I know I've said this to you a bunch of times, that five years ago when you started working in the Gulf in a million years, I don't think you imagined me and you and Fleur and Yoni walking around. here. I don't think you imagined any of this happening.
2: I was telling somebody earlier today that originally, 10 years back when I was coming, my clients used to fly me back to the U.K. for Shabbos because nobody thought there was Shabbos in the UAE. Five years ago already now there was shul, there was you know, Jewish life. But I think, to your point, Jewish life today in Dubai and, and it's growing even in Abu Dhabi is, is just unprecedented and it's very exciting
0: it is it certainly is exciting and Flora Hassan Flora Hassan, Nahum, it is a pleasure to meet you lovely meeting you it is a, a your reputation precedes you and of course we have Ariella in common and absolutely you know, who doesn't right <laughs> by the way at this point I think you're 100% right <laughs> especially so, in the Gulf right she's the go-to she's the Gulf right if you're in trouble I, I know Ariella oh it's fine it's fine whatever you need that's what we just did to get this room are you kidding me um, let's talk for a second about this is number what trip
3: for you? This is my second trip here for me, but I honestly feel like I've lived here my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I feel very at home here. I have to say, I grew up in Gibraltar, which is, you know, southern Mediterranean country. It's a British colony. My mother's from Morocco. So I'm familiar with the Arab world. I'm familiar with the hospitality and the warmth. Of course, this is my second time only. But I really, there's something very familiar about this place for me, and I love it. It's funny that you say that because we felt that way, and we just got here. This is
0: our first trip. I don't know the, when the words my second trip to Dubai are actually going to come out of my Sooner mouth. Sooner than
3: you probably think. I have a feeling you might be. Right, because now I've got a bug. I've got this bug. I left here after being here for eight days the last time on a high, and I and I was just looking for the opportunity to come back. I feel so comfortable. It's you feel comfortable, but more than that, there's something very historic about what's going on here. Agreed. And there's something very exciting for both sides, and I think it's that kind of thirst from both sides for this peace. That is really palpable, and that's it's incredible. I,
0: I, I, I agree with you completely, but also there's just this natural symbiosis that we have seen between the Israelis that we've watched and we've observed while we're here and the staff and the Arabs and, and everyone, who's all the Emiratis who are living here who are just, I, I, this is going to sound crazy, but at breakfast the other day, there was more Hebrew being spoken than there was Arabic. That was my breakfast
3: this morning. Where you go?
0: I'm not sure I'm so happy about that. (laughs) Well, I guess it's not about your happiness, but about their happiness. And they're so excited. When we went to visit uh, and tour the Burj Khalifa, everyone was speaking Hebrew. And there's this ongoing feeling by all these staff members who are at these different locations saying, tourism is coming back, and it's coming back in the form of Israelis, and we're excited. There's 50,000
3: Israelis here for Hanukkah. Understand what that is? It's
0: crazy. That's that's a yeshuv. That's a couple of yeshuvim. That's I think it's 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 not even a small yeshuv, right? (laughs) Yeah, hundred percent.
2: I think there's uh, there's also something very important that's worth noting that, Arabian culture is all about hospitality, and the. The, the Emiratis here are really genuinely interested in learning Hebrew. Much of the Hebrew you're hearing is actually from Emiratis. We have people who are part of the, the Gulf Women's yeah. um, you know, Forum that's part of the council, and they're learning Hebrew. Some of them have been learning Hebrew, by the way, before the accords were signed. I mean, this is like a year in the making. But what makes this place truly special is a genuine, authentic desire that everybody, no matter their nationality, their race, their ethnicity, everybody should feel welcomed. And so they're really excited. I can't tell you how many people have reached out on Twitter and said, can I meet you while you're here? And, and the messages of what they're sharing is just, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. Somebody said to me, we're, we're all
3: Semitic. Mm. Well, exactly. We can't have anti-Semitism. And that was a beautiful message. Absolutely. Right. And I don't think we can stress that enough. Ultimately, Israel is a Middle East country. You know, we might feel that we've been West-facing all <laughs> these years because that's where our main diaspora is coming from. But ultimately, we're a Middle East country and you know the majority of of uh, of israelis come from some type of uh, north african or middle eastern descent that's just the way that it is 60 you know percent uh, north and so we can't you know we can't forget that that we are very middle eastern that's our culture there's a lot of you know gaps to bridge between our cultures but ultimately there's a lot of familiarity.
0: And let's discuss the women's coalition for a second. I mean, one of the reasons that I wanted the three of us to sit and sort of have a schmooze to be able to sit and just discuss things is that we we find ourselves almost delving into areas of business and communications. By the way, if you can hear the noise in the background to our listeners, that's because I keep joking that Dubai is always under construction. Mm -hmm. If you would look outside, for those people who appreciate that the landscape of Israel is always filled with cranes, and I don't mean the bird, I do mean the construction material, that is nothing compared to what is going on here in Dubai. It is incredible the 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 number of buildings that are going up. By the time we got here, and the, now by the time we're we're leaving, I, I promise you, three more skyscrapers have gone up. So if you hear noise in the background, that's just the way it is in Dubai, folks. Things are always going up. But back to my lovely ladies who are here. We're, we're we the three of us find ourselves in different realms of business where there are more women who are, who are having a presence, who are not necessarily behind the desk, who are in front of the desk, who are in front of whoever is presenting. We are front and center. I wonder what, now this is not, This is not something I can speak to because I'm not meeting with the Emirati women who are here. But let's talk about the Women's Council. What are you finding, first of all, in terms of the the women that you're meeting, their level of professionalism, and also their level of excitement about working with Israelis? And also, what are the, what's the biggest misconception that they have about working with Israelis?
3: Well, I want to, first of all, talk about the misconceptions we have. Sure. Also in Israel and also in the West about Emirati women or women of the Gulf as somehow subservient. Um, That's really not my experience here. 50% of their members of their council, which is essentially their parliament, are women, uh, which is double what we have in the Israeli Knesset, which is 25%. (laughs) Okay. Um, We have a lot of wealth in the hands of women here, um, and there's power in the hands of women here mm. and I think a lot of people don't really understand that or, or simply think that it's an Arab country that, um, that, that, that women have a different status and that's certainly not my experience I find women very powerful here very front and centre, women ministers etc etc. So that's our mix- misconception which for me has been completely debunked. I don't think they have a lot of misconceptions about that. I think they're just trying to get to know us and I think that's something else but for me um, and Ariella when we decided to create the women's forum we understood that women have a particular talent at bridge building mm. and peace building and we wanted uh, women to lead the way in these abrahamic codes. wow i think a
2: misconception that people have is the role that women play in business and in politics throughout the gulf by the way not just the uae but if you take a look at the natural maturation process that the gulf is going through in all countries, by the way, the UAE, Bahrain, including Saudi Arabia, women are starting to play a much more significant role. If you take a look at the Abraham Accords, one of the biggest um, positive you know proponents of the of the whole accords was a woman named Teba who has a very senior position here in Emirati government. She really effectively became the spokesperson on this issue. If you take a look at, at Bahrain, a very dear friend of ours who actually we've brought on to the council um, is, is the head of the Bahrain Journalism Association. She has been front and center to the point that people believe she's part of government. She and I joke about this all the time, but she's she's so positive about this and she's faced a lot of pushback. I mean, one of the things maybe that's a misconception that I had is how how much under fire these these people have been in terms of being so positive about this newfound relationship with Israel. I mean, you know, I, I know one, who, their position, you know, she's been called to be removed from her position. Mm. You know, others who have been attacked on Twitter by trolls up the wazoo.
3: We're not and, paying the personal price. Right. some of them are. Pla- and right. for me, that is really the bravery of the leadership of these women. And, and maybe I would add
2: to that that, I would ask that all Israelis, but not just Israelis, the American Jews, the European Jews who are now coming, I would ask that you please keep that in mind. When they say they want to meet you, to meet with you, they want to take you out. They love to show their, to show off the Emirates to you. Understand and appreciate that that many of them, this is many of them have faced you know uh, pushback from people for doing this, but it's their genuine love for peace and their genuine love for promoting the region that that's propelling this forward. And the, the biggest ambassadors that all countries have had towards this are its people mm. and you can have as many government officials as, as you want who who want to do this but if the people are not behind it it will not you know it, we've seen what happens here when the people are not necessarily on the same page as their government the people played a big role and we should all really appreciate what they've done to and that's this really
3: part. absolutely and that's really essentially why you know this piece is a warm one and unfortunately the piece we've had for decades with Egypt and Jordan is a cold piece because that was essentially a piece from the top down right. and what we're building here every day is the roots and the infrastructure for the peace from the bottom up, and that's the real peace. And so
0: incredible. It really is so incredible. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network, coming to you from Dubai, from the Hilton al Tour Palace. Again, I thank David Wallace from Kosher Travelers. I thank Ellie from Ellie's Kosher Kitchen. Ellie's Kosher Kitchen is so in demand now that I think that a major announcement is going to be taking place. The food is great. I'm not even minimizing it. The food is great. Every New York snob who's coming over, or every Israeli who is coming over is was only impressed by the quality of the cuisine, and I really applaud her and her team and their efforts. It was pretty cool to walk down the hall here on the second floor of the Hilton and see this whole securityed off section that is only for authorized personnel. Why? Not because it's their security hub, but because it's the Kosher Kitchen, and I think that that is huge. Let's talk about the people that you represent and the people, uh, and the feeling that they have, because obviously we now understand that, again, this is bottom-up. The people here wanted it in the in in Dubai, and they're behind this these peace accords. Let's talk about all the Israelis. Is it also bottom-up there? It's
3: bottom-up completely. I mean, look, Israel has always had its hands stretched to peace, always. We would have loved to have had a warm peace with Egypt and Jordan, and I, I don't want to judge, you know, this is 2020 and not, 40 years ago when we didn't have whatsapps and zooms and it was a different era (laughs) so i don't know i can't judge in the context of the day then the way that we have today but people in Israel are so excited to have peace with an Arab country. It's something in the making for so many decades, something that Israel has always craved for acceptance from its own region. Do you think Israel wants to play football in the European leagues and not in the or, or do Eurovision because we're not accepted in the region? You know Israel has never been able to have decent neighbor, uh, neighbors and trading partners. so this is there's an incredible amount of excitement in Israel, and it's across the board, left and right. It's across the political, uh, you know, uh, spectrum. Everybody's excited. Everybody's keen. Everybody wants to meet an Emirati. Everybody wants to receive an Emirati. Right. It's mm-hmm. very, very exciting.
0: And Ariella, what about the Americans that you're speaking to? I mean, I know you spend a tremendous amount of time here, and so dual citizenship is only a matter of time. But, of course, I'm Don't kidding. do tell my mother. Mrs. Steinruck. <laughs> I'm really sorry for making jokes about how much time she spends here. Um, but seriously, let's talk about, you know, there were there were people who questioned why we were coming here to do these broadcasts and to me it's a no brainer how could you not there we go building dubai the, how could you not bring the narrative and bring the stories of the community and help help com- you know, connect the different communities, both from our global audience and the communities here. It, to us, it was a no brainer. Are you hearing, or did you hear when when you started and when the, the Abraham Accords came to fruition? Did you hear a What do we need this for?
2: No, I, I think it was it was off the charts. Everybody was was super excited. I'll never forget. The morning that it started already being teased, Mm -hmm. the White House teased that Bahrain was going to happen, and there were many of us who kind of knew what was going on. and I got two WhatsApps from very influential journalists in Israel, who I consider really close friends, um, who have given many, many scoops to, you know, over the years, saying, just tell us, is this going to happen? Because it's about to be Shabbos here. Mm. By the way, for for the listeners who don't know, somehow the White House keeps making these announcements when Israel's offline, at Shabbos, <laughs> and half of the diplomatic <laughs> correspondents are Shomer Shabbos. It's truly remarkable timing. And uh, it happened, by the way, literally, it happened with, with the UAE, with Bahrain, and with Sudan. I think everybody's very excited. Um, To your point, I think there's a little bit of trepidation, and and maybe that's the opportunity that I see in in the small role that I play in terms of promoting the beautiful aspects of the gulf. People people always think of the gulf, and they kind of go in an extremist way, but I've never had anything but positivity when I was here. I tell the story over and over, probably one of the, the most impactful Shabbatot of my life was whether it was here in the UAE or Shabbos in Saudi Arabia. Everybody always likes to ask about that experience. They, they want you to be comfortable, and they will mm. do whatever they need in order to make sure that you're comfortable. And um, I'll, I just want to add one note, because Fleur's too humble to, to, to say it, but there's a picture that circulated the internet, and it's it's really beautiful, and it's it was two or three Emirati kids who brought a gift to Fleur on her first trip here. Oh, and it was, I saw that picture. It was incredible. It was incredible, but it for, for my people trip- here to see... Uh, to see an Israeli official Let alone a female official right. Come so open armed and, and welcome I mean she walks down the street and everybody I mean she's very approachable People here they, they just can't get enough of it They want they want more access to Israel And it's not on the business front, it's on the human to human front Absolutely. And so whatever we can do And I encourage all the listeners, whatever your industry is Whatever you can do to extend that hand And to show them we want to work together with you That's what this is all about So yes, in, in, in my small role I have the incredible opportunity to help promote the stories that are going on here about growing jewish life but we all saw you know on on, on facebook twitter instagram last week the first jewish wedding that mm. happened here um you know I, I jokingly have said to people our office people we get calls all the time now asking about wedding planning not because we're <laughs> wedding planners but because there's so few countries where right. you can not be quarantined if you have family in america and israel this is going to become like the hottest tourist destination for jewish weddings and it's going to be followed by bahrain and it's going to be these once in a lifetime stories so if you want to participate in history. And if you wanna have a seat at the table and if we wanna show our officials on all three sides, by the way, on the on the US side, on the Israeli side, and on the different sides in the Gulf. If we want to show them that we want more of this and we support this, then please get on a plane, come here and see what this is all about, because that's how we're going to show the impact of these accords.
0: Yeah, I think the big joke is, I, I keep joking, you can't get married in New York. Yeah, you can't get married in New York, but you can make a wedding in Dubai. It is a pretty, this 2020 is just continuing to be the craziest year of any of our lives. Flora, I know your family, we have just a few minutes left. I know that your family is on their way here and yes. you're vacationing with your family here from Hanukkah what are you looking forward to sharing with them especially your kids what are you looking forward to sharing with them while they're here
3: well this is a fun town it's like the whole, <laughs> the whole place is Disney so uh, I said that when we went to the birds. it's Disney it's Disney it's Disney and Vegas and Epcot and, and right. Epcot exactly right. look I'm just I want to give my kids it's been a tough year mm-hmm. these kids have been home so much um, and I want to show them a good time. I want to show them all the new friends that I've made who are dying to meet my children. Right. You know, these relationships that we're building here, and I think this is, I guess, my message. You know, the people here want genuine relationships and friendships. I think a lot of people, a lot of Israelis are coming here thinking they're going to just, you know, do a, a business deal mm-hmm. within a week. That's not how things work here. Israelis are much more transactional. But people hear about building relationships, and I feel that I've built some real, true friendships even in a short amount of time. So I want them to meet my family the way they brought their families to me to meet. And that's exciting to me, apart from Ferrari land, and the aquarium, and skiing indoors, and all the fun stuff that's going on here. We're just going to have a fantastic one. I know. My kids are very... (laughs) My boys are very excited about that.
0: Yeah, well, I can tell you, we found it pretty exciting just to drive by also, when we are above (laughs) the age of teenagers. Um, This... There's so much more to talk about, and, and unfortunately, we are out of time, and you are out of time, and, and I want to thank the both of you. First of all, I want to thank the both of you for making the time to be here with me today. I really do appreciate that, but also, I want to thank you for your hard work because there, there are plenty of people who don't get credit because you're behind the scenes, but, but the, the accords were made, and now you're, you're carrying that. You're making that real life. It's not a document that was signed that was shelved. You're living it, and you're allowing the rest of us to live it, and to make it not just part of our history, but part of our present. And I think that that's tremendous. And so, the future. Yes, 100% and our future. If I learn anything about Dubai, is that Dubai is always thinking of the future. So I thank you both very much, Ariella Steinreich from Steinreich Communications, and Flora I I, I honestly feel like I've known you for God knows how long, even though we literally officially just met. But Flor Hassan Nahum, again, the Deputy Mayor of Jerusalem, it is a pleasure to meet you face to face. And, um, I would love to be able to say that I look forward to meeting you in Jerusalem and seeing you there soon. If you just want to open those borders and let us in for a couple of days, that'd be great. Inshallah. Amen. 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 You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Segal Network. And don't miss a minute of today's live lunch. Don't touch that virtual dial. The live lunch is up at the top of the hour. We are closing today with Salam by Arya Kunzler. This is our theme song for this trip. Again, Thank you, REA Counselor. That's life, everybody. Salam. In
1: devil shalom, my lady. <laughs> to. Oh, devil shalom. Shalom my lenu, would oh Shalom have a shallow Shalom lenu, would al Oh, Diyahmoshalom alegnu Oh, Diyahmoshalom alegnu Oh, Diyahmoshalom alegnu Everybody's praying for peace in the world, peace in the world, peace in the world. Everybody's praying for peace in the world, peace in the world, peace in the world. Everybody's praying for peace in the world, peace in the world, peace in the world.